Now the shotgun start in golf is full of mathematics. Um, there's a lot of a lot of setup work that we have to do in order to make a tournament work. So I'm going to demonstrate to you just exactly how we do a shotgun start here. And here we go. All right, all right, all right. Gentlemen, start your Greetings and welcome to a Monday edition of the Shotgun Start. It is August 17th. Andy, how are we doing? Brendan, I'm doing great. Just uh, what a day of golf. It was all <laughs> on all day. It was wonderful. Incredible day. Full, of, yeah, the, the cup runneth over. Coming, coming right off the PGA Championship, which we watched, you know, into primetime last week. Uh, right into just... Kind of wall to wall, you know. The USAM obviously, I, I feel like, was the main course and served in the primetime role. But we had Lady Scottish was entertained in the morning. A uh, little Wyndham, uh, you know, it it, it it satiated, I guess, the palate. I, I wouldn't say it was a, a featured uh, plate, but it was just a great day, full day. Yeah, um, it, you know, go ahead. sometimes these days can can drag on for us yeah. in the in the yeah. golf world. But yeah. really, the jolt that I needed was the USAM finishing up and just filled with uh, with Strafasi family trivia. <laughs> I just couldn't get enough of it, and it was was it, it even trivia or just kind of playing on the, the same song on a loop? You know, just uh, do it again, again, like, like somebody who goes to the a bar and they just like total sa sabotage the jukebox and play the same song like 35 straight times that's kind of what we had going on with banded banded dudes sort of in the background it's it unbelievable it might be my favorite thing in golf it's you know this moment it, it it ranks number two in my mind on the season 2020 so far with uh behind geronimo geronimo sunday that was number one and you know strafasi sunday is number two Oh, Frank Strafasi made Geronimo look like a supporting actor. God, that was, was like not comparable in my opinion. I don't know. Not a word about the Prince of Darkness, Ali Osborne's grandpa, yeah. Ozzy. Nothing about him and his music career. God, and it's just... We didn't know anything about Ali Osborne. I know. They didn't talk about him at all. He's from, he's a skier, right? A competitive skier? He's from, from the Pacific Northwest. Grew up. In in the in the trees, he was right at home, right in his backyard, abandoned. All we knew about him was that he loved eating the brownie Sunday. Yes, the yeah. I was I was I set the line. You know, brownie content was getting like five points from Strike five mentions from Frank Strafacci at the start of the broadcast, and Frank Grandpa Frank just blew out the brownie uh, content Gra over the course of the Grandpa match. and Father Frank. Father Frank. Wasn't it was, weird they were calling him Mr. Strafasi? Like Bones is calling him Mr. Strafasi? <laughs> like why Why was he being called Mr.? What? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's <laughs> that is a good point. He's not like, you know, 85 years old, right? Yeah. I don't know. I, uh, uh, I didn't understand that. <laughs> why, what he did to deserve the Mr. title. 
I know. It was a little odd. Um, but it was a great watch, right? I mean, oh, unbelievable watch. Uh, it delivered in every way I think we kind of could have hoped for. I don't know if these two, you know, obviously great players. They weren't the highest ranked in the field, but they made it, and they're, they've well accomplished. Trafacci, um won North and South this summer, which is an event I believe his grandfather won. I believe yeah. we were told that. I, I mean... It was unbelievable. I've I had like multiple text threads going with people who aren't even like aren't even into golf. They're like, "What's going on with this? What? Are, why are we hearing so much about this?" <laughs> Somebody texted me if we had a Strafacci family drinking game, we would have all been dead by now in the hospital, living our stomachs pumped. It's just there was a lot of like angst about that on multiple text threads today. So, it was, uh, but it was great. Panda delivered the the match play delivered. It was just perfect. Yeah, the the one thing that was just un un made um, it was lucky that the Panda was there because the pace of play from Tyler oh. Strafashi was just yeah, uh, it was awful. Like in the, the irony of it happening. At the the governing bodies event, allowing somebody <laughs> to take four minutes to hit golf shots, the well, other and then Ali was like a pillar of wonderfulness when it came to pace of play. <laughs> pillar it, of wonderfulness, that's he, a new one. He hit We're that putting shot that on the next shirt. John Ezequis <laughs> noted yeah. he hit yeah. the shot twenty seconds after Tyler hit it on eighteen. It's yeah. like, it, you know. So I timed. I timed uh, Strafacci on the one after he made the eagle because then they went to the next tee. And I get it. The fog is kind of throwing him for a loop. I want to talk about that next. And it was four minutes and like 38 seconds. And it wasn't a long green to tee walk, right? His transitions aren't, you're not walking 600 yards to the next tee box. And it was 440. His dad was jumping in. You know, the fog, whatever the first eagle putt, I had to go back just because I think the issue... And this happened with the LPGA. I mean, there's no one else to show, right? So the cameras are just so it's that time on the tee box. He gets up, he talks, he thinks, he what, you know, back and forth. And there's nowhere else to go with it. And they <laughs> can only fill the time with Grandpa Frank and brownies. And it's just kind of well, I think it makes it more that's conspicuous. That's what yeah. I don't get is like you've got okay, you know this time is coming. You could a cover the golf course. Yeah, you could be point. like, here's here's where the pin is, this is what the green does, and you could yeah. cover, you could preview the golf hole. B, the other idea I had was, you know, the the final gets the most eyes, but you have all the coverage from earlier in the week, and you could show like moments from earlier rounds, even from guys that weren't in today's match, and be like, hey, this was a big moment in the round of thirty two when. You know, at this hole. Yeah, or how uh, they this, hole. this hole or something. Like yeah, that. where Gupta, you know, had to get waved off by Strafasi <laughs> because he's trying to stand behind and read the putt. Like that should they should incorporate that because they have all the footage. But you know, this would require a little bit of work and and well. Yeah, I'm not even going to cover NBC's ass on this. They got it. They got the rights like th- four weeks ago. I'm not sure they plan to even be doing this, but I don't know. I, and I guess the amateur doesn't get the full crew. I, I don't. I'm not making excuses for them at it's all. It's a but, pandemic too. Yeah, that's true. Uh, but no, I think it's just. 
it, it was really that the I don't want we're doing all this negative stuff. It was, oh, great, it was great watch, great watch. But like the yeah, golf the pace of play it. was pace of play was really just conspicuous. It stuck out. It was it made it made it hard not to talk about. Um, and it's right at this you know at the governing bodies um, event. It someone else texted us. They were talking about how he was hitting a seven iron into a like a left to right wind, a seven iron into like a two hundred five yard par three in dense fog. It's just like eh, there's your there's your distance insights report right there on that on that that shot. Uh, no, it was, it was a great event. I, I guess. Um, do you have anything else you want to say on the pace of play other than, no, you know, no. yeah. I, don't I mean, he was bad the night be... before with Gupta. I mean, he was bad. I think now we know, I think he took a bulk of the blame for that slow, but Strafasi clearly played into it after what we saw more of tonight. And that, they almost didn't finish before darkness last night on the semis. Yeah. Uh, and you had Ollie that the second match, uh, who do you, the Sharpstein? Yeah. Um, they went off. They put like a 20 minutes or so buffer and they caught up. They were waiting on him by like the 15th or something. It was unbelievable. The pace pace was a problem, um, but it was great. It was a great event. It went, it, it just kind of, I think there was a lot of hype and anticipation and high expectations. And I think it met all that. It, it, there's this communal feeling when you can watch at night too. I think oh, like yeah. you get just more people end up there does that make sense they settle on it and i I don't want to get into television viewing habits but you know people are doing things at six o'clock on sundays and saturdays we saw the same thing at royal melbourne like that's true the two of most memorable events in the last 12 months have been the president's cup and this to in my mind and there's two things that those two have in common Match yep. play in prime time. Yeah. Yeah. There is. Um, I guess the match was kind of that way, too. That was pretty memorable with Brady. <laughs> Who can forget Brady duffing the, ma- the ball around for, for two hours and then holding a wet <laughs> shot? Yeah. That's a good point. That's a good point. Do you remember um, how bad he was? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. His pants split. <laughs> Just. I mean, he would put the ball in the tee, and you're just basically there's no there's no chance. This is no no chance. It's gonna be unplayable, unfindable, and that was it. That was yeah. I can't believe we're talking about the Brady play. Um, <laughs> loving it. One thing I guess if I had time to write this is probably what I would write, but I don't know if I'll flesh it out. Like watching this on Wednesday night, Thursday night, all the way through, it like made you want to go play golf. And I'm not sure a lot of places like Harding Park and that last week like made me want to watch golf, made me want to like consume it. You know, I want to see who wins the championship. But watching this made me want to go play golf. Not even abandon itself, although I I want to go there. But it, and I don't know if I'm describing this well. Like that's something that golf should go for in every venue, and and the tour rarely does it. But um, it made me want to take my kids out and go play. And I don't know how better to explain that other than like. It's less about the one like Harding Park is about the scoreboard. And I would, I would, I have a strong desire to go like to SEC games to, for the experience, right? Or college football. It could, doesn't have to be, it could be Michigan. It could be, but you know, I'm okay watching like a Titans Steelers game at Tennessee Stadium, Nashville from afar, right? Maybe I have an interest in that. 
But I want to go to Neyland Stadium, the Vols game, and like just I don't care about the scoreboard. It's an experience, and I think like vibe is such a crutch of a word. I think that's what people use to describe something when they don't know how to explain it, explain what they feel, and or explain why something's good or why something was fun. And I don't have the chops to do that when it comes to a golf course. But like, I'm talking more like experiential. I watched that and I wanted to go play golf there. I wanted to go play golf here. And it, I, I can only analogize it to like wanting to go experience the atmosphere of like a college football game as opposed to, you know, just watching an NFL Sunday. I don't know. I think one of the things that place has such a strong sense of place yeah you know like yeah and it's it's not manufactured at all you know it it, pretty much what's there is what's there and yeah you know it's a it's a beautiful part of the country to go just for a walk like i would go walk on the beach there it's you know it's gorgeous yes and that's like the thing about it is that there's nothing manipulated there which makes it such a pure you know, it, it, it's the perfect place for golf, you know, in terms of America. But that existed at Royal Melbourne, too. And it's existed, I think, like Pinehurst. When I watched that Pine, like, I'm not, yeah, of course, the scenics. I love just watching in between, you know, going to break. This was one where I didn't mind seeing the the local flora and fauna. Um, whereas last week, we got enough of the skyline. Um, it, it's just, it's like that... I don't know. I, I, it's hard to say, like, if someone tells me architecturally this is a good course, I, I admittedly just give it a free pass. I don't know. But, like, it was like that at Pinehurst. It was like that at Royal Melbourne. It's like that at, it'll be like that at Wingfoot. The, the feeling that it makes you want to go out and play. So I get that way with the Masters. I, yeah, and, I, sure. you know, the minor league golf tour. I remember I talked to their tournament director one time. Yeah. And uh, yeah. he, I was... He said that the tournament registrations, the Sunday night, they always would get flooded with tournament <laughs> registrations funny. Sunday night of the Masters. That's funny. Because like That's everybody funny. would watch and they'd w- immediately want to go play or go chase it more. And uh, yeah. Yeah. and I think that's the way certain championships, certain that those are the best golf events are the ones that make you immediately want to get up and go play. Right. Right. So I, I guess like the larger point is like, why can we try for this more often? Like, no, it, it didn't make the championship as an entertainment product any less interesting either. Like, uh, you know, the course was interesting and also it was a great watch, a great product. I, I, I don't know why, like there's enough out there. We could do it. Tour um, pros complain about centerline bunkers, Brendan. They don't, they, <laughs> aren't, they don't get nice things because of that. We mentioned this on the Instagram live show. Could they do anything there uh, above an amateur or like one of these? Uh, yeah, I guess like a, like four ball type championships. Could they do? I, I kind of know the answer, but could they do a U.S. Open? Could they do a? The tour would never go there for many reasons. Could they do something where the pros are there? I think the only way you could do something there. There's a couple ways. One is the Premier Golf League. Okay. Smaller field. Very I would watch that. That's a very good point. Um another way you could do it is made for TV matches like the Tom yeah. Brady 
Yeah. Match after match. See, that's why I brought it up. You know, I knew sure. we were going sure. here. You tied it all <laughs> yeah. in. You're a professional. You know what you're doing. <laughs> but I would say the made for TV matches, I think, would have a good good run. Mm-hmm. Um, if this if this this is something that I don't want to happen. If the pandemic lingers around and no fan events become like the norm for a very long time, yeah. I could see it becoming more and more a part of championship yeah. golf. Yep. Um, yep. What do you think? I mean, it's hard to get to. That's that's the issue. It's not the course. It's not the ability to host players it's, or challenge players. I think if it's blowing wind, we saw the wind was not up today, and there was a lot of birdies in the morning. You know, got a little more tense and late, but it's there's just not the the hospitality. There's not the the hotels. There's not the. But I guess my counter would be, I don't know. It takes like two hours to get go a mile to get to Shinnecock. The trains have to leave before the end of the round to get back to New York City. Chambers Bay was not easy to get to. Um, you know, there are other venues that that are hard to get to. They just have hotels closer by i suppose i i don't know that that, that was my you, you can't do a major championship there hey let me ask you a question yes i was thinking more about what you were talking about with the courses yeah and how you talked about royal melbourne and yeah i and augusta jumps to mind and and here all those courses seem to have something in common where seemingly birdie is always very attainable on the whole on a whole but at the on the same hand disa- utter disaster Triple. is also yeah. one miss this yeah. shot away on yeah. every single do you think that has something to do with it that it's almost a it more of an adventure with the golf I think that's probably right. I think that plays a lot. I I think there's also just an aesthetic appeal, though, too. I mean, it, it was very pretty. I think Pinehurst is, looks good on TV. I think, yeah, Melbourne. Yes, I think that's a big part of it. Like, we saw Stravacci made that eagle, right? He thought he hit it, like, 30 yards offline. It could have been a triple in some gorse or in some junk. But instead, it, it like, takes that bank and comes back down, and he puts and makes an eagle. So, like, that's, I guess, getting a little bit to your point of, of – a lot of things can happen that like the birdie and even eagle there were in play and it felt like that on, on every hole and then and, he goes and, to xx on 16 17 cold nose cult nose had a tweet did you see that uh-uh he goes i'm thinking vin diesel's gonna come out for the 18th hole triple x <laughs> vin diesel is he gonna be out there for the trophy ceremony xxx uh, <laughs> um which brings up another point. I, no, I think I think you're right. You're right. To to be clear, I, I think birdie's not impossible. It's doable, and also it can go really bad real fast. Um, I also think there's something about the ground too uh, that, that's yeah. sort of appealing to an, an amateur hack like me. Um, like watching that, and being like, maybe that's a thing I could do. Maybe you know, one out of fifty times. Like maybe that is a play that I could pull off kind of thing i've had this group um, text thread and uh this week and somebody uh somebody texted a very good player he's like i'll never forget my first trip to bandon i got out you know i'd been driving all day i get out of the car i top my first three wood <laughs> and then i hit another and i hit it just absolutely perfect and we get up there and they're like five yards apart 
<laughs> that's great. That's that's a great story. Love it. Um, speaking of Colt Nost, I want to get to the fog. We should talk about that. People were hollering. Pros were hollering more. It seems like more of the more of the elite players on Twitter were hollering about how they had they were making a play in the fog. I think it's a lot of a lot of pros that might have antipathy antipathy towards the USGA for one reason or another. But did you think they should be playing or they should have stopped for some reason? I'm sure if both players said, I don't want to hit the shot, they would have stopped it, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I guess. I, I, I just, I was surprised at the angst, the anger on Twitter. Like, how are they making them play? Well, they're, they're always, they're just looking for something. They, so <laughs> this, pop is, the USGA. this is the weirdest thing I think about the whole dynamic with professionals and the USGA is that when you are a kid growing up playing junior golf, all your life revolves around USGA championships. They're the biggest uh-huh. ones that the US yeah. Junior, the USAM, that's what you get into those tournaments and they are the best tournaments. They are the most, you know, the best run tournaments and you love these tournaments. And then somehow when when you turn pro and make it to the PGA Tour, all of a sudden the USGA becomes the mortal enemy. Yeah. Like for I and and the only thing I can think about is that they get so, you know, pampered yeah. on the PGA Tour and nothing is ever even close to being on the line of testing them. That once the USGA comes in and says two things that aren't the way they're used to it being, and it go then all of a sudden they develop this vitriol hate towards the organization. And it's puzzling to me because these two kids today, Ali Osborne and Tyler Strafasi, who knows if either of them make it as a pro, but one kid in this field will be a superstar and likely love this. This was probably one of the biggest memories of his life to date. And then 10 years from now, he'll hate the USGA for no reason. They'll say they run shitty events, even though this was the best event he's ever attended to date. Right, right. That's a good point. That's a good point. Uh, any other amateur thoughts? Gupta, we hit on him on IG Live. You a want to talk bit. about the caddy? Well, that was my next one. Caddy gate. People were clamoring for this. This was poorly tied. It happened late <laughs> Thursday night. We were grinding on the Bubba, uh, the Bubba spotlight. So, like, you know, it wasn't gonna. We weren't gonna address it on on Friday. But what do you want to say? I mean, it was just unbelievable. It's unbelievable. I guess the guy's a nice guy. He's a first-year caddy, which he probably shouldn't have been caddy in the USAM if he doesn't know the That's rules of golf. That's my point. So maybe... I, I understand that we've run in to defend it because so much time has passed, the initial anger and outrage, like, who is this Yahoo? Like, what happened? Like, everybody's come to his defense. The other banded caddies are picking him up. Matt Janela's telling him, like, stay on the bag. And all. Like, I got that. Like, that's great. I'm glad he's not, like, being... You know, know outcast and thrown out into the pacific ocean <laughs> but like how did this happen if, if if it sounds like the best caddies weren't incentivized to caddy in the usam they were taking loops on the other courses because they may and if that's the case the usga and bandon need to f- come together and make them incentivized to caddy in this national event and so we don't have guys playing in the sandbox you know why before testing the sand and hey you know, and you know what for the regular resort guest go in there test the sand it doesn't really matter 
<laughs> you know? Carve your name, you know, put your initials in there with your finger, whatever you want to do. Is it interesting uh, that Frank Jr., uh, Frankie, Frankie Jr. Strafasi ran over, spot, ran yeah. over to call that? Seemed like he was he was very into everything. I would be into it though too if my son was playing in the you know round of thirty two of them. There was a lot of Frank Junior uh, backlash I noticed on the on the timeline. People were comparing him to Mister Kuchar, who was infamous you know for getting into different you know infamously present. I guess I'll just say, but I didn't notice anything too bad. He was on the spot that time. So a I think the best caddy's got to be incentivized. B he did lie after it happened, right? He repeatedly said, I did not touch the sand. Maybe it's not lying. Maybe he didn't think he touched it. I don't want to say he lied. He he said that yes. multiple times on the way back. They've got, they got you on drone, homeboy. They got, they got video you. Evidence. And he kept saying he didn't touch the sand. That's kind of... A, I don't know. I'm glad, I'm glad he will be able to... Sounds like he's got a good support system in place, but those are just. I don't know. What's the worst thing you ever did as a caddy? Like the worst mistake where, I you know, it probably wasn't intentional or ignorant like this, but you just screwed up. Um, you know, I always would feel bad if I uh, if I lost a head cover. Oh God, that's. <laughs> I, was, I don't think that's not really <laughs> comparable. To this. I mean, I would um, I would play foot wedge when it you know on a Monday outing with three guests. Yeah. Sure, I mean that would sure. be foot wedge central. You, know? you ever come? Yeah, you ever come close to a ball hitting the bag and your four cat in or on the uh, near the green or something? Like I got that. I was always terrified. I got hit. That. I got hit by a ball the first time I carried double bags. <laughs> <laughs> hit by a ball in the leg. It was awful. Oh. Oh, I was God. like thirteen years old. <laughs> but uh, I don't know the the worst thing I ever did. In competition, like a, a club championship match or a four ball match or something. I don't like think that, I ever it, did anything. I don't. Th- I think maybe I lost a ball, you know. But that's probably oh, it, losing a that. ball was the worst. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you know, I, I hit a shitty shot. I can't find everything. Um, yeah, losing clubs. I mean, <laughs> I don't think I lost a club. <laughs> Putting them in the wrong bag. That's... I was always terrified of the ball hitting the bag. That's one because that's a penalty, and I just yeah, that's that was a, never happened, but came close a few times. Okay, uh, anything else on the caddy? I mean, do you think here's here's just a bigger question? Like with the rules of golf, it it seems pretty stupid that that this kid has some yo-yo caddy for him. nice guy, <laughs> nice guy, but we're just gonna call him a yo-yo. Caddy for him, and the yo-yo gets in the bunker. Probably isn't helping him at all. Not helping no. him. Maybe might be distracting him. It might have been What's a detriment. What's the report gonna be? Book. What's the report gonna be? Oh, it's a little finer in here. Oh, it's it's wet. Like what was he trying to get? What was he trying know. to gather? What is the end game? That's what my point. Like what yeah. is he gonna communicate to the yeah. kid? Like is the kid gonna really be like? You know what? Uh, you know, I can't remember his name. I think it's Brent, Brett, or something, or Bar. Yeah, or, yeah. Brent, I Brent, think. Brent, 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 Brent told me that there was a little less sand. That's not going to happen. He's not going to take any of that into effect. Kid's like a plus four or some yeah. plus seven, whatever he is. Like, is this some yo-yo that's going to give him a sand report and that's going to change the his shot? I don't think that. I've ever thought about like you know, I don't know. There's like a thing. It's like. 
the, that's the big what did what did it even matter you know yeah so you're saying he shouldn't have been penalized because this guy went in the potentially just... you could make the argument that he, you know that what that guy did had no bearing on his yeah. shot whatsoever and would have the guy could have told him anything and it wouldn't have mattered <laughs> that's a good point like i've had caddies where i'm like you know what i'm not gonna listen to anything he tells me today because oh <laughs> uh. I was home. I when I was home for a, a couple of weeks ago. My dad was telling me old caddy stories. And there was this like seventy-eight-year-old guy named Sidney, and he would misread everyone's putts on the first two greens. So they wouldn't. It's like, ah. and my dad asked him like, "Hey, Sidney, how was your day today?" He's like, oh, "I had two guests, and uh, misread putt on number one. They, you know, shook their head. Misread putt on number two. Shook their head, and, he go, and those assholes left me alone for the rest of the day. And then, <laughs> it's like." I mean, some caddies are out there doing it intentionally, but anyways. So my yeah. bu- my buddy, uh, there's this uh, there. It was like the state match play tournament. It was at my yeah. home course, and I didn't make yeah. match play. My yeah. like a good buddy of mine makes match play. He's like Andy, uh, you will you caddy for me tomorrow? And I'm like, yeah, yeah, I'll caddy for you tomorrow. And he's yeah. like, okay, good. I need your help on the greens. First green, he asked me like what the putt's doing. He's got like a 25 footer. And I tell him like to hit it like three feet left of the cup and it breaks like eight feet left. I mean, it, it like ripped the way I told him to play it. And I had the flag and I just turned around. <laughs> I could just turn. And it, we get off the green. He made like the like eleven foot putt he had left for for par to tie the hole. We get off the green. He goes, "What the fuck was that? Like, what kind of read was that?" And I go, "I got confused." Oh, uh, good. So, all right, that's enough on Caddy Gate. Should we do a read? Sure. Anything else on the amateur? Yeah, anything else you want to get? Congrats to Tyler Stefrotz. He used yeah. that testing the sand controversy. It carried him all the way through matches, all the way to he the title. He played 18 so. every time. I don't know if you heard that. <laughs> he did. Did get to 18 every time. Uh, congrats. What a what a life-changing, what a, what a moment. I'm a big so. fan of Ali Osborne. Oh, you see his headshot? He's just in some like Quicksilver t-shirt, <laughs> like with this goofy grin, too close to the camera. You know, everybody else is in collars, like in vests and, you know, their hat or something. He's just like, looks like he just rolled out of bed in his T-shirt. I've, I've read a lot of things about uh, Ali. You know, he, yeah. he, he apparently likes, uh, he, he eats twice during dorm time. Did you hear that? No. He's known what? for getting, going to the, he goes to the cafeteria more than anybody else. Oh, he gets like two plates yeah. or something like no, that? No, he goes or? twice during like lunch hours oh, or something. Oh, like the, He'll yeah, when like it's open for, uh, too. <laughs> I gotcha. But then I noticed that they, they were talking about the, the brownie sundae so much and then they were like, but he takes his fitness fit. very yeah. seriously. <laughs> <laughs> I liked that he talked to, uh, to Bryson. I thought, yeah, you know, what do you, yeah. I think I bet Bryson might have screwed him up a little. They seem like they're polar opposite kind of people. <laughs> he seems like of, he should have talked to Harry Higgs. Yeah, that's a good point. He probably <laughs> did talk. I we got a, uh, I don't know the source. We got somebody said when Bryson won the amateur, he like 
brought the trophy to like everything. It would like put it on the bar and the men's grill and make you talk about it and put it like prominently, like not even events, just like, you know, games in California and things like he brought his trophy everywhere, which if you win the amateur, you can, you know, strut a little bit, but it's not the green uh, jacket. Yeah. I mean, he's allegedly bringing the rock and mortgage that spaceship thing out out and about in Dallas. So, Hey, do okay. you want, do you want story time or ad time? Let's do ad time and then we'll do story. Can we do that? Yeah. Or you want, is, this, is it a good segue with Bryson? Yeah, Let's it do is. story time. Let's do story time then. <laughs> story time. And then we'll do that. Well, then we'll give out a bottle of wine. What's the story? So, uh, Bryson, the thick boy, uh-huh. I heard this, you know, I texted you because I heard this. Could be going anywhere. And I didn't want to forget it. And thankfully, you reminded me this morning. I immediately put it in the show notes when you texted me. You texted me on like Friday night or something. I knew we would have forgotten about it by tonight. We'll call this a jupe scoop. Okay. Okay. So at at Hilton Head during the restart, (laughs) our, our good friend Danny Chops. You know, who's oh, now yeah. on the bag for Jazz Jadawananon. Not, I'm not sure if that's confirmed. He did. I'm not sure it's confirmed he's our good friend either, but yes. <laughs> he's go ahead. definitely not our good friend. No, we don't know. So he's looping at, at uh, Heritage. And he's on, I think, uh, the 11th hole. I don't know. I can't remember what hole it is. But it's the hole that uh, is abuts near the range. Okay. And he well, got, Bryson was hitting it into people's yards and houses, backed up, right? <laughs> yeah, and all of a sudden, a ball comes and hits him. He gets hit by a ball from the rage. <laughs> of course. Chops is just out there trying to loop like yeah. he was a 13-year-old, and he gets hit? He gets hit by a ball. I heard it was nothing serious. It wasn't, a, it wasn't like he got like hit on the fly in the head yeah. or something, but he gets yeah. hit by a ball, and it's it's from Bryson, who's just standing out there with two buckets of balls, like just rifling balls over the net for fun, <laughs> and he hits somebody. Oh my he God. hit Daniel Chopra. <laughs> Former world number one. Yeah. What's the liability there? You know? I guess so I guess when Bryson goes to the range now whenever there's a fence he brings like he gets extra bag of balls oh, and he just sits there stick. and just rifles them over like he'll hit 50 drivers just to show everybody he can hit it over the oh, fence a bunch of times God. he's insufferable <laughs> um but he hit Daniel Chopra Chopra could start claiming like he's gone numb in his arm take down the whole PGA tour you know he, he should pull a GBJ DBJ. Who's that? Bergonio Jr. <laughs> he finally is done. He exhausted it. Missed the cut. Beat Martin Trainer though. Uh, yeah, that's an amazing story. What a world. You know, our thick boy popping it over the fence, cuts down a piece of the net like he got out of districts, and uh, he hits chops in the arm. Unbelievable <laughs> story. Good story time. Uh, okay, now let's give, it, give an ad read. Let's give away a bottle of wine. We missed this on Friday for the spotlight. Uh, our good friends at Smith Devereaux uh, have come in to, with the quite the activation, really just to piss you off. I was wishing too many people happy birthday, so now they sponsored it, and we'll give away free bottles of wine to a lucky birthday boy or girl uh, each Friday. This week, it's on Monday. Uh, this week's winner 
is James Moran. He was nominated by his friend Spencer McElhoney. McElhaney. Uh, his 28th birthday on 815. They played 36 holes of golf. Apparently, according to his friend Spencer, he hits the ball. His driving ability is a mix of Jeff Hart, the 60-year-old PGA Club <laughs> pro, who's popping it out there, 195, and Brendan Todd. But apparently, he's very good with the wedge, But and his, his temperament is that of Tyrrell Hatton and John Rahm. So... James Moran is our birthday winner. We'll get in touch with you. You get a happy birthday, 28. Good happy year. Happy birthday. We'll get you a bottle of wine to celebrate from Smith Devereaux. What is our URL? Do you remember that? It's, it's SDX. SDX wines. Forward slash SGS. And we go there, join their wine club. Get the Friday Junior Three Pack. These guys are original shotgunners. They've been big listeners. If this, if you're going to drink wine, this is a brand you could support. They'd love for you to join the club. He is cooking up a reward giveaway for club members that will be worth your while. I think. I think it'll involve golf and alcohol. Substantial giveaway. If you like Give, golf and alcohol, giving back to you that way. Uh, so join the club. Go to that URL. Get a pick up a little. I don't know. What would you go with? Late August. You got a kid coming. You're gonna celebrate. I assume Mrs. Fried Egg, when things settle down, is gonna get back on the train. Yeah, we got. Have we've, had, we've had a bottle of Vuv in our fridge Ooh. for mm-hmm. literally like a year. I can't wait to just have it out of the fridge because it's been <laughs> in there, taking yeah. up space. Yeah, yeah. And I haven't been. My wife won't let me take it out. You know, it's been in there for nine months. And, Are we uh, pumping competitive brand no, products no. And during the ad read? I'm, I'm, I'm just, just kidding. I'm kidding. They don't make champagne. <laughs> I'm kidding. I know. I got but you. I know I that's you. one thing. And and then we we just got some new some more uh, Smith Devereaux. So I'm just excited. I I put these lights up in my backyard. Oh, very nice. Like very I nice. put them up at the beginning of the summer, and we've yeah. had between the pandemic and my yeah. wife being pregnant. Yeah. <laughs> like the only way I use the lights is if I just sit out there by myself and it's, you know, it's, it's kind of gets depressing. You just start thinking weird things about like Bryson, Thick Boy, these different theories you got cooking up there in your head. Hey, one, one other quick thing. I promised somebody I would, I would give this a shout out. This uh, big listeners, Nick and uh, Laura, got married this weekend in Champagne. We're doing weddings now. Just a family ceremony in light of COVID. But him and uh, him and his fiance are big what SGS are we doing? What listeners. Is this wedding segment. <laughs> figured it'd be a nice surprise if if they got up and heard a shout out. So what, what kind of okey duck is this you pulled on me? We're just hey, I just got it birthday? in there quick. Okay. Okay. We owe we owe somebody big, a big Illini big Illini uh, fans. You know. And big weekend, also, segue in, big weekend for the Illini and the European tour. Segue. Just tell people to go get Smith Devereaux, yeah. too, please. Well, yeah, They're supporting the podcast in a big way. SDXwines.com slash SGS. Friday Junior three-pack is pretty good. <laughs> there you go. All right. You want to talk Euro tour? Well, I did that beautiful segue with the Illini. Uh-huh. Sam Horschel win wins anything. again. Yeah, he's a Gator, Florida Gator. Well, Bubba boy. Well, Bubba we had two, two in the top three. Two Illini okay. in the top three. Two Thomases in the two top Thomas. three. Two Belgian Thomases. Uh, I have nothing else to add about it. The uh, Celtic Classic, the the 
Uh, Horsefield is clearly the Lord of the Manor swing. He won at Celtic Manor. He won at the Hanbury Manor, I think. Uh, Scrivener, wins the coffee pot. Scrivener dropped the anchor on Sunday. Just decided to stand pat. Didn't want to go anymore under par. Protect the race to Dubai points? I don't know. What's he trying to do? Um, Steve Soderbergh's son was top 10. Just too much Sam, traffic. How about Sam Horsefield, though? Second win in a row, I think. Yeah. Legit stud. You mentioned this. Yeah. I mean, we mentioned this when he won you know, two Pot- weeks ago. Potential uh, top 20 player in the world. Top 15. Yeah. So still very young. Does everything young. extraordinarily well. So yeah, um, going to be a pain in the ass in the Ryder Cup in the future. <laughs> I'll just put that out there. While while we're on the coffee pot, we're trying to get a a, a Scott Pelly shirt to Keith. We're working on it. I think he'll be a good sport about it. We're going to try to get it overseas to him. A uh, few of those left if, if you're looking for a shot. Surprisingly, we don't think that Bryson would want a thick boy cap. <laughs> I don't think so. No. Uh, Lady Scottish. We got to talk about the PGA Tour. Eh, we'll get to Hermes it. Hermes Charge. We'll get to it. It's on the list. Lady Scottish. All right. No, fuck that. It's Lady Scottish. Let's go with that. Um, they got balloons out there. Just disrupting play. You are Mr. Blimpgate. You're yelling about the noise pollution of the blimp. They've got some boy, uh, uh, hot, hot air, air balloon off the tee box. It's leaning, it's blowing around, it's the broadcaster having to apologize for the noise it's making. I can't imagine, like, this seems like a controversy. It's just like an ad, it's there for, like, Aberdeen in the middle, and these women, it's like in their sight line on their tee box, it's coming in. I couldn't believe how, it's just activation gone awry. Um, what, do you, what do you think about becoming a hot air balloon pilot? Is that the term for it? Pilot? I think so. Operator? Pilot? <laughs> There's I, mean, a, I just Googled it. Like it. I, never, t- I never thought about it, but you could become a hot air balloon pilot. I just Googled it. There's a, a school called the Balloon Flight School. The <laughs> Balloon Flight School. Do you think Jason Day spends there? Day's an instructor. Uh, that's... I mean, that can't be a full-time job. How many times are you going up? Uh, I mean, How, how much are, do you think a hot air balloon costs? To buy? Yeah. Your own balloon? Probably pretty pricey. The storage is probably <laughs> quite expensive. You got to buy a hanger or some sort of storage unit. I don't know where that goes. I think, you know, everybody, every shtick has been done with the golf travel book. Like, you know, there, yeah, we've yeah. got walk it to every course, like a, yeah. go everywhere. Here's yeah. the next one. Hot air balloon to every golf course is that's what I'm going to do. That's going to be my travel series. The balloon boy. Yeah, you should do that. I would buy that book. You should do that. I love it. So anyways, they got a balloon. That, that, that was a good balloon discussion. Um, Can't Stacey balloons Lewis. go around the world? Sounds risky. I don't know. How are they getting across the ocean without docking or stopping? Right? What does that mean? I, I, I feel know. like well, a balloon can get about. across the ocean. A good balloon. Huh. It's like a blimp, right? Can the blimp get around the ocean? I don't know. Go around. Okay. Does it seem so like Stacey the Lewis got a good top speed? Stacy Lewis wins the Scottish Open. It's a four-way playoff over 
Emily Christine Pedersen, Cheyenne Knight, and Azahara Munoz. Uh, it's Lewis's first win since becoming a mom. Uh, she's a former world number one, actual world number one, not career cup world number one. She's a badass. It's been a while. I think 2017 was her last win. Uh, and this was a stout, legit event. I know we talked a little bit about like where any of the LPGA players going to be able to do the quarantine, but I guess they, they all flew over together. There was some testing prior to leaving upon landing. They figured it out and got everybody in the field. The caddy texted me about that. Um, so congrats to Stacy Lewis. You know, um, there's a lot of slow play on the LPGA oh, tour today. Uh, I saw Beth Ann Nichols was tweeting. She tweeted a little bit about how, yeah, a how slow it was, but also like skeleton crew, right? Golf Channel, like they're just working with what they got overseas and who was could be there, which like exacerbated it. Someone <laughs> tweeted us that this Cheyenne Knight, the first person ever dropped from coverage while T one. So I think they were trying to, you know, figure it out on the fly over there with the, the overseas crew. Um, but yes, the again, a lot of dead time. People were hollering about Munoz, the Spanish uh, sloth uh, pace of play. So You, you um, ready for a balloon cost? I've never been more ready. I couldn't. Yes, I'm absolutely ready. A small hot air balloon that fits two people running about 22 grand. It's not bad. What was that, like a Honda Accord or something? Yeah. Just spend it on a hot air balloon. <laughs> One that for four or more people more people go from thirty five grand and up. Isn't it just the basket? Are those not adjustable? <laughs> I, like, think, I think you gotta have a certain size balloon to carry a certain size basket. Okay. All right. All right, there you go. You are. We've lost you. You are deep in hot air balloon research. I'm, I'm really in. I want to. Kind of want a hot air balloon. Ah, uh, well, maybe we sell some more ads. You can get one. Um, okay. Any other thoughts on the pace of play? The Lady Scottish Renaissance looked pretty good. Yeah. Renaissance Club looked it, very good. So. It's just. It's another example of like. Remember when the European Tour played on it? How boring it was yesterday, last year. And then it's yeah. like how much more compelling women's golf is with yep. their relationship with the golf courses than men's golf is with it. It's, I think that golf is getting into the, you know, the tennis thing where women's tennis is kind of more interesting because there's more rallies and it's less of a power game, you know, mm -hmm. especially mm -hmm. You know, men's mm -hmm. tennis got into a really bad spot in like the mid two thousands when it was just serve volley, short points, nothing. You know. Yep, yep, yep. Um, and okay. they slowed the ball down. Imagine that. I don't want to duplicate. They did. I don't want to duplicate takes from the IG live show, but you did have a great suggestion or just a great ponderance pondering. When there's four person playoff or more than two. And you get a whole, you know, you go a whole farther than the other competitors. Why don't you get a solo T2 and solo T2 money? So in this case, I guess it's Cheyenne Knight. Well, the other two dropped off. It's a good point. You should. It should you be a playoff. Longer. It should you be a, and it should be a playoff for all the spots. Unless you tie, if you if you're if it's a four person playoff and you tie the other person for, then you get T third, you know, and then yeah. second first. 
It's a good take. It's a good point. It's weird that they all split the money just because they didn't win. Well, and, yeah, like and it's, I saw somebody uh, said something like, "Well, it's a playoff for the win." It's like, what? The playoff doesn't matter for anything but the win. Second, third, fourth. You could even, go, you know, yeah. the other added reason the tour should put this into place is that it would give more drama to is he going to go for the win or is he going to protect the points, protect the points on the, does he not care about getting to the <laughs> yeah that's a good point uh okay let's go to the pga tour while we're on it the Wyndham hotel championship we have jim herman he goes what he shoots 61 64 yeah on the weekend S- 63 61 63 124 oh yeah 61 63 124 on the weekend pretty good this is what he does he's like just off the reservation off the radar for months missing cuts pops up goes nuclear gets hot and wins he i mean unbelievable unbelievable he missed a birdie putt on 18 could have won comfortably beats billy horschel he missed a birdie Uh, putt on on 16 too he was like hitting stainers he hit that low slinging draw into 18 that for the five iron from 210 uh, he was great to watch. Putted his mind out and shot 124 and wins. This is his third, third win. He won the Houston Open. He won the Bar- Bar- uh, Barbasol, and then he wins uh, Sedgefield. So For, first he's time- all done it since like 38 or so. He's he didn't get his first win until deep. First ever guest on the Fried Egg Podcast, too. Really? Yeah. Well, that's a distinction that not every three-time winner on the PGA Tour has. That's amazing. Yeah, how about that? But Ricky's uh, looking over his shoulder. I'm telling you. You do you know how many uh, career top tens on the PGA Tour Jim Herman has? So he's got three wins, so that's three. Um, I'll say ten. Nine. Oh, how many starts? Or ten? He's got ten. Ten top tens. That's quite a clip. So he's winning. 100, of- 195 starts. Holy crap. He went from 192 to 50 something in the FedEx Cup. It's right? unbelievable. It's unbelievable. Of course, he didn't even make the FedEx Cup after winning last year. All time stat. Any, anything else on Herman? He was fun to watch. It was great. I, I, of all the possibilities, I think if Siwu wasn't going to win, uh, it was great. That he won. I, yeah. I was happy, you know. I, I like him. any Jim Herman win. He uh it's just a different kind of it, it restores your faith in the ability of different games to succeed of different ages and different styles. So. And like just the guy, the perpetual guy, like you gotta like the guy that tried to play, didn't couldn't make it, went back, took a job as a as, assistant pro, was folding <laughs> yeah. shirts in a in a pro shop, then went back out. And made it. And that's yeah. a cool story. Yep. You know, yep. it's like that it, he made it out there late. And I mean, I imagine he had his family then. It's like that. A yep. lot of guys try, give up, but very few go back out and successfully do it. You know? Yep. Yep. Um, now he's three-time winner. Not a lot of guys have like No. Like when you get into like the PGA Tour, like... Guy, three three wins is like, I mean, Jim. And who would have thought that when Jim Herman was thirty five years old, you know? Right. And that's right. the cool thing about the whole story is like, for twelve years the guy didn't do anything, you know? Yep. 
And now he's won three times, and that the list of players that have won three times, I don't ha- know it offhand, is probably 400 players in the history of PGA Tour. 400? I don't think it would be that high. I, that's just my guess off the top okay. of my head. All right. Well, no, it was a, it was a great watch. Uh, almost a, I don't know, a lot, had to be a lot of yelling at the TV in the PXG house, in the Parsons house. Close call. Almost had an Anma effect. The Anma Corollary was in full play with Billy Ho going crazy with his putter. Uh, Zatch, I guess, coming close, getting on the right side of the FedEx Cup line. Um, go so, ahead. So 209 people, I've 200, so we'll just say 240, have won five times on tour. So this latest Parsons ad... Bob is screaming at you per usual. That's, you know, de rigueur well, of the ads. Yeah, that's, you know, the, that's, that's the general um, theme of the company. They're going to yell at you. They're going to they're gonna yell about the, how good they are when they aren't, you know. I think he's hearing the chatter about all the defections, all the deserters in the troop, deserters of the, the outfit. Because he's yelling in the one, he's like, let the haters hate. You know, so he's addressing that there's maybe some negative uh, chatter out there. Billy Ho almost wins after dropping out of the infantry earlier this I year, feel like so. he was like a general. He was one of the ringleaders. Yeah, he had that club championship, FedEx Ch- club. Chez was in the infantry. Okay, all right, whatever. <laughs> sure, sure. Anything else from Wyndham? Um, I really I like that golf notes. course. Yeah. It's cool. Why? It's got good elevation changes. The greens have some good bite like the short the short par three um 12 or 13 i think 13 that back pin's really cool if you come up short you're just it rolls down to 25 feet the greens are really good there's nice movement in the land i think it's an underrated really it's too bad it's really too bad that the wyndham rewards thing doesn't work a lot of ball in hand this week yeah Uh, it's pretty wet they got a lot of rain i know it's yeah, <laughs> yeah. I wish they had all those guys there. The Wyndham Rewards thing hasn't worked. Is that that? Can we say that safely and clearly? Full judgment. It doesn't work. Every year it's been decided before the tournament, and they haven't drawn the names that you know maybe are up in the air. Hey, so, Webb yeah, Web Simpson moved a third in the Wyndham Rewards this weekend. There you go. The drama was palpable. Someone not in third or in the top 10 was Jordan Spieth and he was the subject of some range driving range uh, videography on I want to say Friday morning maybe it was Thursday morning what did you make of that it took him 20 seconds to pull the trigger he became a meme for about six seven hours Uh, people are putting Sarah McLaughlin you know somber music over it as he you know can't pull the trigger and hitches back and forth uh he made the cut. He's making all his cuts. He's not contending. I just, I think it pretty I almost, much. I sub- feel kind of bad for him. He's doing it. He has to do it with everybody tweeting about every swing and every divot and every practice swing. But those are the that's the weight that comes with being a highly paid golf star. You know, it's a big deal whenever a runner gets on first base when John Lester's pitching. You know why? <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
Because he can't pick. He doesn't know pickoff. He doesn't yeah. throw, right? He doesn't yeah. throw to first. He's one of the best pitchers in Major League Baseball, but he can't throw to first. So it's yeah. a big story, a big, big deal. Whenever anybody gets on first base, and the, the other thing about Lester is like he has to have a certain catcher catch him. You know, yeah, like, sounds pretty high maintenance. Yeah, quite but but you know that's the deal. When you're one of the best and you can't do something, people are going to pay attention to it. You know, I just don't think anybody's had to do this in the game besides Tiger. You Where know the, who had they're to do watching it? Their Shaq, meme- had, Shaq had to do it with free throws. That's true. That's like true. there are when you're one of the best ever. You know, for a short sp- period of time, like Spieth yeah. was. And then Ever, you yeah, lose yeah. it, completely lose it. Yep. It's yep. going to be the big story forever because he was a bona fide superstar. He was a superstar that like in the general sports world. Right. Right. And now he's the 80th ranked or 70th ranked player in the world, whatever he is now. Maybe 60. I might be. Could you tell me? Yeah. No, I, I just. There's some uncomfortableness I have with it. It sucks for him, but those that's what you got to deal with if you're gonna the good with the bad. I just don't think anybody else has, has, will have that spotlight on them like quite like that. Remember when he made that like 15 footer at Pebble Beach to finish t ninth, and everybody made such a big deal about the top ten. Vaguely, yeah, maybe, yeah. How he's back. <laughs> Wasn't he playing like three hours before the final pairing yeah. or something? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, any other Wyndham thoughts? Siwoo didn't get it done. Oh, my God. Siwoo was horrible. He's got like the Sunday scaries. Yeah. He, uh, did, did you see what he did on six? No. I, I, I'll, I, full confession, I watched like 30 minutes of Wyndham all, all week. I watched all of the final round. No way. It's serious. I sat and watched the entire round. Wow. I actually, I really enjoyed it. It was, I thought the, the other thing, I thought CBS did a wonderful job and you want to know why? Because I didn't think about the coverage once all day until Zatch was giving an interview when, uh, when, uh, Billy Billy Horschel was lining up a 10 foot putt to tie to tie Herman on 17 and we were talking listening to Zatch granted talk about charity I love charity this podcast <laughs> loves charity um but the uh but yeah the the it, course management was just abominable what do you do on six so the he hadn't hit driver all week uh-huh. He just takes driver out. The announcers are like, oh, "This is a really oh. strange play." He hits it, hits it in the shit. Has to take a, go back to the tee. Makes double there. Then on seventeen, he hits driver again, and the guys are like, "Well, this is going left. Like, this is why nobody hits driver here." It ends up in the rough. He hacks it out. He has to like chip up. Like he just played like a moron. <laughs> yeah. A little early to start going like that. I think he was right? trying to live two under par. Early. I think that's a conflict of interest, I got to say. I, I don't know. He's a member of the tour. He's sponsored by Lup on his shirt. Anyways. Um, we should get him no, an NFL sponsorship. I loved that. When I was a kid, Payne Stewart would come to your town. I think Ben Curtis eventually had it deal, too. 
But wherever they're playing, he would do the plus fours of, you know, Bengals or Steelers or Bears based on the What market, about for so. towns like what would you do in Sea Island? Probably Falcons or Jags. You know, you mix them up. You got four days. You can kind of patronize everybody. So um, you don't have to, you know, get too aggressive about Playoffs it. Playoffs are right. here. Playoffs? Yeah. Tiger's playing. Are we are doing a special t- playoff preview episode? No, we're not. I think you're going to, if we're doing a normal preview on Wednesday, you will not be here, I don't think. You'll likely be a father by then. So, yeah. no. I kind of, I, think, I wonder if you time this up. Like, let's try to have a child right as the playoffs start. I'll I'm not going to lie. The timing out. was thought of. It was impeccable. And then the coronavirus screwed us over. Yeah, that's true. It was perfect timing. You would have gotten through all the majors and yeah. all your summer events and all that. Now stuff. I'm gonna be watching the US Open and like just completely <laughs> hopped up on Bixby, having slept like one hour a night for a month. Well, there you go. Uh, people give you unsolicited advice on how to be a parent because they've been a parent. That's that's the worst. Um, Send that advice right. to SGS Birthdays at <laughs> gmail dot com. <laughs> Uh, hey, does Cameron Davis, which zone does he belong to? People sending us, he had a T15 this week. Good, I, good shine for I think he, the Davis zone or the I Cameron think he gets zone? both of them. I oh, did you see right. Ryan Moore miss the cut? Yeah. <laughs> Rest didn't work out, huh? The Jaco Van Zyl. It's the cur- he cursed himself. Oh, <laughs> uh, he skipped a major to MC in Greensboro. I'm going to be Not tracking great. that on this weekend. <laughs> Is that more exciting to you than the FedEx who makes the cut to, to this round two of the playoffs? Well, he probably is, is on the bubble. Moore? Yeah, you're right. Let's see what his okay. FedEx Cup position is. This has been no, a long episode. Yeah, let's go. Let's keep it moving. Uh, we have another ad read. Oh. Double ad read for our friends at Rucket. Rucket.com. Summer of Rucket rolls on. They have free shipping on orders over $100 or more right now. We also have a promo code for orders of $100 or more. It's SGS. 15 you get 15 percent off did i get that right yeah sgs 15 15 on orders of on orders of a hundred dollars or more it looks like you get free shipping um and that's your whole order it's not one thing it's the the whole order just take it all off they are pretty well stocked up on golf nets chippers they got xl husky boy chipping nets back they got all sorts of baseball lacrosse goals we were out there. It's actually gone down. We had like 70 degrees, 65 here today. Whoa. So we were we got a lot of backyard time. It's ple- uh, quite pleasant. Let me, Kicking the soccer ball and hitting chip shots. Let me tell you something. Ryan Moore <laughs> clearly, clearly wasn't spending his time with his rucket, you know, this, you this week off. That's, that's professional. Missed the cut. He's, he's 96 in the FedEx Cup. So he's... Inside the next cut. No. Where do they, what do they do now? There goes 70. 70? Yeah. Okay. He's got to okay. get on his horse. Okay. So he's he's positive strokes gained off the tee, which is kind of crazy because he, he kind of poofs it out there. You know, yeah. he's 162nd and he's 12th in accuracy. He's So he's 40, 44th approach. Negative. He's 157 and around the green. We got to get this guy a, a little chipper. Let's get him a chipper, XL chipper. 
You know, he probably needs it. He's only one of the greatest amateur players of all time, Ryder Cup star. You know, he'll probably take it well if two yo-yos, to use your term, send him a chipper and tell him he needs to work on it. It'll go over well. Anyways, the URL is rucket.com. The uh, promo code is SGS15 to get 15% off. Um, quality stuff, good stuff. Yeah. And it's a uh, you know, good way to get outdoors when you're maybe confined to your backyard right now. Okay. Um, we are running long here, huh? Yeah. Yeah. Champions, senior players. Oh, the senior players, players the major. Senior. I forgot about the major this week. So I flipped that on, and they're showing Mike Weir. I go, oh. The wounded It's duck. late. I mean, it's like 6.30 on a Sunday, and they're showing Mike Weir. Did they have a split like, T start? Is he in contention? It's like, no. He's like seven over. And they're just, he's just hitting a shot into 18. It's like, why are they showing him? You know, he's seven over. What are these choices they're making? Well, the seniors, turns out Firestone South, not real hospitable to senior players. No. There were like two players in, in under par, I believe. Jerry Kelly it shows It shows what dis, what's happened with distance. How yeah. it's completely made that course irrelevant for the tour pros. Like, you know, mm-hmm. they light it up. Like yeah, PGA Tour it. players, they light that place up. And if it, it, it always was such a hard golf course. That's what, remember that when we did the Ola Thabal spotlight? Oh, yeah. And how yeah. people were like, God, I can't believe he shot those scores on this course. It's so hard. And I think only like three players were under par that week. Yeah. You yes. take 30 yards off it and all of a sudden Firestone's hard again. So Jerry Kelly wins three under. He and Scott Perrell, who leads the Schwab Cup standings, can't be thrilled about that. Uh, we're the only players under par. Perrell was one under. Uh, Monty was even par. They were telling a Monty story on the coverage. I somehow didn't watch Wyndham. It's my daughter's birthday, but I watched <laughs> some senior players. Um, hey, happy birthday to your daughter. Should have been they in were, the SGS ad read. Yeah. The, the Smith Devereaux ad read. That would have been a little crooked. Um, so they're telling the story about Monty and his weight loss. And they said he would look at the box of and see the calories for pizza. It's like three, 330 calories. He said, oh, uh, yeah, 330. And it had to be like a frozen pizza or something if he's looking at it. And so he would eat the whole thing. And then he figured out it was the calories per slice. He goes, well, I've just had eight of those slices, so eight <laughs> times 330. I realized I better cut down. So he was having entire pizzas and misreading the calorie information on the box, thinking it was for the entire pizza. I but wonder if the same it was for the two liters of Mountain Dew. <laughs> yeah, I imagine if you're just guzzling Mountain Dew and eating frozen pizzas, it's you know going to put on some pounds. Hey, so, you know, one thing I always like to keep an eye on this week... Schwab Cup? No, I like to keep an eye on the spread. Oh, yeah. No cut event. It was ugly. Out 44 there. shots. 44 shots from first to last. From Jerry <laughs> Kelly to Blaine McAllister. Blaine McAllister <laughs> stuck around for the whole whole weekend. Shot 82, 84, 77, 78. How many WDs? Did guys There bounce? were... Five WDs. Mark oh, Brooks, TA3, Russ Cochran, oh, Scott Hook, and Fred Funk. <laughs> like, this, yeah, there are more health issues. Uh, yeah, But once you... 
Yeah, post a high number. Why have to come back? Keep posting 80 when you're 44 shots behind. The o- OBS had a rough week. Who's OBS? Old, Old Brown Brown Sr.? <laughs> oh, my God. All right. Any other senior players' thoughts? They were talking about the birth into the Players' Championship is just like this, which is a pretty coveted perk. Jerry Kelly's now going to Sawgrass next year. Where? You can pick him there. You picked him for the Sony this year. <laughs> Not this year. I think that was last year. <laughs> uh, so he could take his kids to the Chainsmokers concert next year. Um, anything else? We Bo- Boise, Boise, Albertsons. Oh. So much golf. Stephen Yeager, who I think is he the greatest web player of all time? He's getting there. He's I mean, a lot this of times. Did he shoot fifty nine too on the the yeah Stonebray? Right? Fifty eight. He shot fifty eight. Okay. He might be the greatest web player, one of them, of all time. Wins again. He's 22 under, emotional. He's not played well, I guess, and kind of found it this week. Uh, wins the Boise Open. Beats Dan McCarthy and Brandon Wu just, by two. Just for to clarify, being the greatest web player is not a good thing. Just like uh, being the greatest minor league golf tour player is not a good thing. Don't want to stick you, around that tour for very long. It means you got a lot of reps. Yeah. Any other thoughts on Boise? I didn't watch any. Um, no. You know. I'd... It was sandwiched in between six other events. So, uh, news, Tiger's going to Boston. He's going to play, allegedly, three events, three playoff events. I, To what end, I do not know. If, um, he, makes, if he makes it to yeah, the three. I guess three. If he makes it. Yeah. Yeah. He's got a um, lot of work to do. What's Brooks doing, by the way? What do He's going to play eight weeks in a row, I think. He did both Columbus, Minnesota, Memphis, San Francisco, Wyndham. I, I, I think he's going to play like eight weeks in a row, take one week off, and then go to the wing foot. Maybe he's not playing this week in Boston. I didn't check the field list. I think he has to play. I'm a little concerned about that. Why, why is he doing that? Um, so Tiger's going to play. Uh, I don't have anything else. I don't have any other news. You got you? No, no other news? Uh, we've gone over an hour well over an hour all right but it was good a lot to talk about had fun with the am ladies hot air balloon discussion so anything else i just find real quick what he's 97th in the fedex cup he might get two weeks off if he doesn't play well this week brooksy yeah okay maybe he'll tank it just to get that time off you know say he showed up and tried okay that's all i got all right we may not have you here on Wednesday. Doesn't doesn't look like it. Um, I, I would say luck. I will not be here Wednesday. I know. I didn't want to say. So, yeah. It'll, it'll, I don't know when I'll be back. Friday, I may be TBD. We'll see. We got You're going in opposite directions this week, the two of us. Um, so, best of luck. Um, Thank you. And, uh, yeah, we'll be back with you on uh, Wednesday. Wednesday.